I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 100 of the Always Race Day Podcast, presented by the fine people at the Carlotto Group. I'm Connor Ferguson. Uh, you're about to hear a really uh, special interview we did. We brought on Glenn Savile. Uh, if you don't know him, he builds engines, uh, some sprint car engines, uh, some just regular uh, car motors that he works on for his clients uh, down um, in southern Iowa. Uh, but no stranger to Knoxville Raceway. Uh, he's an Australian native, uh, moved here, picked up his career. So we get into some serious talk about that. But uh, most of the interview uh, is just us having some beers and having a good time. So we recorded it earlier this week, uh, and we put it here for Friday so that the 100th episode uh, would have our buddy Glenn on it, and uh, you guys could get some laughs out of it. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. I hope you also uh, go and support the Carlotto Group uh, over on Twitter. Twitter uh, and other uh, social media apps that you might have, uh, but they're fantastic people. Uh, we appreciate them for being the presenting sponsor of the podcast, uh, and it's awesome that we got here uh, to number 100. So thanks for your support. We appreciate all of you guys, uh, and there is some big stuff coming uh, in 2023 from Always Race Day, uh, but I'll let you get into it. Here's uh, Glenn Savile. I believe he got on the Zoom uh and he was cooking meat. So that was, uh, I, I said, hold on, don't talk yet. We got to hit record. Uh, but we're going to join him in his kitchen uh, next. You said you're what? I'm, I'm on a diet and I can only eat meat. <laughs> Sounds like a hell of a diet. It's a good it's diet. It's a carnival diet, dude. I've dropped 25 pounds in six weeks. Remember the last time I was on the podcast? I said, Are you, not, are you not bullshitting me? us? Dead serious. <laughs> see that i knew you were yeah. cooking meat glenn i just thought you said you're on a diet of only meat and you said I'm yeah no i am i am on a diet of only meat so that's you've only good. had meat that's it yeah, like that's no it. no potatoes no like vegetables nope. of any kind nope. nothing Not carnival diet dude how many when was God, the last damn, time? This sounds like a man's dream. When was the last time you ate nachos? Ah, uh, oh, dude. Well, it was when I was living in Des Moines, so it's at least three years ago. Oh my! How do you live? I can't, oh, I think I, I think I would drop to the floor. No, no, I, I, so, like I said, I started this diet a few weeks ago. And what it was, I had a customer in here. We don't need to bring this up on the podcast, do we? Or is this recording live? Oh, we're recording right now, but it's up to you. You can just take names out or change them. Well, I had, no, oh, no, no, I won't name his name, but I had a customer come and he brought his crew guy with him. And he, I looked at him and you know how when people like they drop all this weight and you think, oh, they look kind of sickly or gaunt. Well, he didn't. I was like, wow, that whatever that is, it's working for you. So yeah, here I am. I'm like, I need to try that. I love and, it. It's like the only diet I've ever been on that's actually worked. So, and you're yeah. down how much? Twenty five pounds. Good for you. I think yeah. I know what I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah, you you just eat meat. That's it. If it doesn't have a mother, you can't eat it. You know that that Jordan Peterson. Do you listen to him at all? I think I've heard of him. He's that Canadian guy that's always. I don't know. Everybody thinks he's a. I don't know. He's just one of them guys, but um. Yeah, he's, I don't know, he was, he. I've heard about him being on it and different ones. 
And um, yeah, so I was like, screw it. I need to try that. So I did. So here we are. So coming to you live from the middle of nowhere. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys don't know who Glenn is, uh, he was on, I think the sixth episode we have ever done uh, of the podcast. This is number 100, Glenn, if you didn't know. Um, Thank you. But Glenn uh, builds engines. Uh, what you live by Missouri now, right on the border of Iowa and Missouri. Um, yeah. Big much. in the sprint car world. Was. No, dude, there's, there's like people that see your t-shirt like every weekend at Oxo. Really? I'm the one wearing it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it's nice to be, um, nice to be relevant every now and again, I suppose. So yeah, just happy to be here. So it's an awesome, thank you. How's the building going? It's good. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been making more, I guess since the last time we talked, I've been, acquiring more machines and bits and pieces and stuff like that. And I'm now at the point where I've got, uh, I got just about got two race cars ready to go. And, um, I've almost got my truck back ready and ready to rock and roll. And, um, hopefully I'll be racing this year. So, Oh, hell we'll yeah. See what happens. Breaking yeah. News on um, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I should be, not not exactly 100% sure when cuz i i've kind of gone a little bit old school with my my racing rig and i need to need to build another body on the back of it which shouldn't take me too long but i've got to wait till the weather gets a little bit nicer mm-hmm. and Car- then um car's got wings on them what's that uh, i've got a car with wings and a car without wings oh you're going to do everything yeah and 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 i don't know i i don't know if i ever told you this but i ran a i ran a mud turtle at the end of last year as well a what a B mod. Oh, <laughs> here he is running B mods now. <laughs> it was something that came up, and I was like, you know what? I need to try that. Let's do it. So, how um, was it? Mud turtle. It was great. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I won. I won. I won hot laps a couple of times. It was good. That's what so. It's fast off the truck, is what he's saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then Glenn. Yeah. Then Glenn gets underneath the engine. Well, <laughs> we're working on that. I mean to say underneath the hood. God damn it. I do that every time. <laughs> no, we had, we had a lot of fun. Um, I did four nights with some guys that live here in town and um, just, it was just a local deal. And we just decided, or he, he offered me, he said, you know, you want to come have a run? I'm like, sure, I'll do it. So here we are. Are you, are you still in Moulton? Yep. Yep. So I drive through there like every time that I come home. Yeah. And you've probably driven right past my shop. Cause probably. you can see it. Yeah. You can see it right from the road there. On 202. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm going to have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know. Well, I think I might be coming down there in April. So if I come mm-hmm. down to Damon's in April, we'll plan on something. Maybe Damon meets at your shop and we do an in-person podcast and just get progressively drunker until we decide that we've said too much. Yeah, we can do that. That sounds like a good idea. Is that on the meat diet? Yeah, if you want, okay. whatever. I can cook some steaks. Oh. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to make sure the, the drinks were on the meat diet. Oh, no. Well, technically they're not. Unless you drink blood and I'm not, you know, I'm not a vampire or nothing. So... <laughs> Um, I, I, I do have a, a cheat day when I can, but it's always um, good to get that one out of the way. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind drinking the, um, 
drinking beer or whiskey or bourbon or, or whatever. I don't, I don't discriminate. So <laughs> have you ever oh, done, have you ever done the egg thing? The egg thing was like, egg thing? like, like the people wheel? like getting in shape, will like drink like a cup of eggs, egg yolks. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I'm <sighs> eggs are too damn expensive to do that right now. Well, I, I don't know. I picked up some the other way, the other week at fairway, they were pretty cheap, but, um, I, I eat a lot of eggs because because they're they're full of protein and stuff, but I don't I I can't bring myself to drinking them raw. It's just mm-hmm. not my thing yet. Yeah, I I've thought about that. Like, yeah, if I could like I, eat a Colorado brownie beforehand mm-hmm. and like trick myself into being like, yeah, really hungry, gonna eat this one. Yeah, I still I, could. I, I, don't I, think had so. body, I had a bodybuilder friend that used to used to um he used to eat them as well and it was like he had 12 of them like man i don't know i don't i don't know if i could do that it's just yeah no way Um, not my thing Mm -mm. i couldn't i couldn't even start to to like putting them in a glass would just be enough to freak me out yeah i i don't know i I think it's the texture, maybe. I'm not sure. It's just eggs, eggs are meant to be made in a pan, so then you can put cheese and ketchup on it. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't ruin it with ketchup or hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, hot sauce maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't be my thing. No. But, but anyway, so yeah, breaking news, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited. What uh, <laughs> what kind of schedules do you look at when you put together your stuff? Is it looking at Knoxville? Is it somewhere else? Um, because of where I'm located, I kind of look everywhere. Um, there's there's all these different tracks kind of around here. Like Knoxville's Knoxville's an hour away, uh, like an hour north. Um, and then I got all the Missouri tracks and then I got all of the, the Western Illinois tracks as well to look at. So when you look at a schedule like that, it's, um, I, I, I guess for me, cause I really don't want to commit to points at the moment. I'm not, I, I'm just not a hundred percent ready for, for points for racing again. Um, I just sort of look at, all right, where have I got the best chance of getting results? You know, um, what's the payout, that kind of thing. Like, um, at the end of the day, the race car has to the race car has to justify its existence to a certain extent. So I don't yeah, want to go absolutely. and race for hundred bucks. I don't want to go race for hundred bucks to start when you know there's somewhere else so I can I can go race elsewhere for you know for reasonable money or whatever. But in saying that, if I need to like I got a, a non-wing car now, like purpose built non-wing car, and um, if I need to test you know or whatever, I might. I might go race somewhere. I'm not really sure yet. So what, uh, race. what motor do you have for them? Uh, just all four tens, just all my own stuff that I've built. Um, that's kind of where I've been at the last couple of years is just accumulating enough bits and pieces to have a couple of spare motors and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't got any three sixties. I've got some bits and pieces there to put a three sixty together if I wanted to, but the, I don't know. I don't want to step on anyone's toes when I say this, but the 360 deal is 
it's it's too hard to keep up with the rules. The four ten is just it's run what you brung. The three sixty thing they keep they keep messing with the head rules and stuff like that. Now it's fairly open, in my opinion. Well, who who was it that said that we should get rid of three sixties? I don't remember. Someone, Someone said it publicly, and I feel like Carson has told me that Carson Macedo. Yeah. Someone said it on here. Someone said it on That's, the show. Yeah. Was it gravel then? Yeah. It might have been. Maybe. I yes, it was gravel. Was David, yeah, David Gravel said on our show we should get rid of 360s because yeah. it just, like, the money that they pay out does not make well, any sense to. He said it creates bad habits. Yeah, look. Now, now hold on, because someone at Knoxville, and I think I know what Glenn's about to say, someone at Knoxville would say that running a 305 creates bad habits and the 360 is your learner car to a 410. Yeah, oh, I, I I agree with that, but I guess the the flip side of it is too. The reason for three hundred fives is because there needed to be a budget entry level way of getting into the sport, and if three sixties, because of the way three sixties have gone, with yeah, you know, essentially they're the same price as a four ten. You can't, you know, they're they're just the same thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no entry level to the sport. There's no, there's no, you know, you've got your throw of fives and even the throw of five things starting to get a bit silly sometimes, but um, the 360 stuff is, uh, there is a, they serve their purpose, but I feel that they need to, the, the class needs to go back to something that I'm not going to say a junkyard motor, but you need to be able to, build one in your shop in your garage at home and still be competitive kind of what the 305 deal is because um if there's no if there's nowhere if if there's no cycle through the sport or nowhere to learn or or nowhere nowhere for the big teams to sell their parts to and stuff like that the sport just kind of dies on its you know well, that's how the, that's how the head. product really goes down yeah that's right and you look at no. guys that you can tell have never raced at Knoxville before and when they're screwing mm-hmm. up and qualifying, I'm not pointing out anybody. I've seen a number of drivers do this. I've seen some do it and get better later on in their career. Uh, yeah. But like you can tell they've never driven at Knoxville and you're like, why are they racing today? Mm-hmm. doesn't matter yeah. what day it is. Yeah. That's what you're going to yeah. think because of That's how blatant of an error they made. Yeah. And and I've, I've had that. I You know, there's, I've told a few people, you you don't need to be racing at Knoxville. Not yet. Go and go and cut your teeth down at Burlington, or go and cut your teeth. You know, go go run Oskaloosa with them guys or something, just to get your to get your bearings in the sport and work out how to how to be in control of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many guys that they don't learn properly. Then they jump into these classes and go race Knoxville, and they just learn bad habits. And then they end up either getting hurt themselves or hurting someone else. So Yeah, and the mm-hmm. issue is it's like when I was growing up playing hockey against older kids, I was learning a ton every time I played. Um, but in racing, like, you, it's really hard to get hurt playing with older kids in hockey. If you mm-hmm. know a little bit about what you're doing in racing, it's, like, really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I don't know, I – I try and tell people that the truth, you know, I say to them, don't, 
you don't need to go to Knoxville straight away. That doesn't need right. to be the first racetrack you need to race at, especially when you've got other options. Right. Yeah, it is what it is. Like each each to their own. I don't care if you if you think you want to go and do it, man. It's it's your life. Whatever. Have at it. But. Yeah, it's it's just one of those deals. So this is obviously obviously with the way that money has things tied up right now. Do you foresee the do you foresee things on the three hundred five level getting back to a more manageable sense of of budget? Um, I guess a lot of that depends on the competitive competitor the competitor base. Um because of the way the 360 things sort of gotten out of control, a lot of the 360 guys have gone back to the 305s, mm-hmm. but they've brought their budget with them. Right. You know, so instead of having building a motor, like the, the race saver class, it's a great class. It's got, you know, it's, it's got all the right ideas. It's just, um, you know, when the 360 guys come back, instead of stepping up like they should, they, um, instead of stepping up like they should and, and doing the right thing and, and actually racing with the big guys, they go back and, and run with the 305 guys. And it, 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 in my opinion, it's not good. It just, you know, it continues the habit of bad, like the bad habits and, and um, it, it's kind of off putting for the new guy wanting to get in the sport because he looks at that great big truck and trailer and this and that, everything else. And, more or less turns around and goes, well, I can't compete with that just, just on the visual basis. So, um, I don't know. I, sometimes I think there should be a truck and trailer rule too, but you know, that's just me. Sure. Yeah. You're, I mean, it's a, it's a complex, uh, thing. And, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point in the future. Like it's oh, so many answers you, and you, non-answers you, you, to it. You get me drunk enough, I'll give you, I'll, I'll solve most of the world's problems. Well, that's what I mean. I'm sitting, I'm sitting, this is what I'm telling you. I'm sitting here drinking some beers and we're getting too serious. And since yeah. you came on, we've picked up some um, podcasting tendencies. And what I mean by that is every driver that we have on, I ask them which racer in the world, current, former, uh, alive or dead, uh, would they mm-hmm. want to fight the most? Who would I want to fight the most? Like, yeah. a, like a punch up, like a brawl? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is that how? Is that what they call it in Aussie land? A punch up? Yeah, like a you know, like 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 yeah, like a punch up or something okay. like that. Um, All right. Let's have a good well, old fashioned punch okay, up. So, okay, yeah, let's have a punch up. Um, I I guess for me, I'd want someone that can knock me out in the first punch, because um, that's the strategy. You're going I, with I, the strategy of I want to get into a fight and get knocked out first punch. Yeah. Well, knock me out in the first punch because after that it starts to hurt. (laughs) So so I I guess, I guess it's probably going to be a, you know, actually there is one crew guy. I won't mention his name, but he's, he, he would, he would flatten any of us, but um, I don't know. I guess if you speak about the legends of the sport, you'd probably have to go with like a Jack Hewitt or someone like that. Could uh, you say if you got in a fight with Jack Hewitt, what a, what a story that would be. Oh yeah, Jack Hewitt or Steve Kids or someone like that. They're twice my size, so that'd be that. I'd, I'd I'd want to hope that they'd beat me up in the first punch and knock me out. But <laughs> have you have you ever been close really. to getting in a fight with anybody? Uh, I guess in a in a racing career sense. In in a, in a racing well, see, I I used to box to train when I was 
when I was a teenager, I used to. Dude, I, so I pitched the fighting kangaroo. Yeah. Glenn Savile logo to you. You yep. didn't mention that whatsoever. What? What do you mean? I didn't know you, you didn't mention box. the fact that you boxed. Yeah. Yeah, I used to box. Well, put boxing just, gloves on the kangaroo, and we've got the logo. Yeah, well, there's there's more to the logo than that too, because my dad put one on on his car when he raced in in New Zealand, and uh, he actually he did the boxing kangaroo with the the gloves on and all that, and it was actually standing on top of a, a kiwi bird. Oh shit, Damon! Just just, just my to piss I'm, well. I'm making so, a correction. So, I think you actually did tell me that, and I forgot it. <laughs> yeah. So so for America, I'd, I'd probably I don't know just to piss a few people off. I'd I'd have to uh, I'd have to put it, you know choking out a bald eagle or something like that. <laughs> how, how, how close did you get to UFC? Oh, I, okay. So, okay. So when I was training, this was back when I was racing go-karts and we weren't allowed to fight. Um, we weren't allowed to fight until I think it was, I can't remember. I think it was 18 in Australia as a kid. So I only used to go down there to train. I used to swim um, as a state swimmer and I used to swim nine, nine sessions a week. And then on a Thursday night, um, my, my crew guy from my, my karting used to box. He said to me, come down one night. You'll, you'll love it. It's just, it's good training. So I used to, I used to swim and um, I'd swim for like uh, two to three hours a set. Like at, at some, some days, depending on, on what day it was. And then I'd go box for an hour or so. And um, I was, I, I only did it for a couple of years, but um, yeah, I kind of, I, I enjoyed it. I just, it wasn't something that I, I really ever wanted to pursue as a, as a full-time profession. Like I said, it, I know it hurts too much after the second punch. So <laughs> multi-sport <laughs> athlete here, Connor. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call me athlete. I just, I'd just say someone who, who just loves a new adventure. <laughs> there is... Swimmer, boxer and race car driver. Yeah. He's oh, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Okay. Actually I can't continue on with that one. Cause I would have got Michael Phelps. I, two I no, no, no. I got two things, two, at least two things subsequently here. You, 60 seconds, say whatever bad thing you want to say about Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Jesus. Hey, whoa, 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 wait, wait, repeat that question. What? Say, say trash on Floyd Mayweather, whatever you want to say. The floor is yours. I, I don't know. I, I, no, nah, we don't need to be doing that. <laughs> well, I don't think. <laughs> You are right that if Floyd uh, was to get a message like written or audio, uh, he would be much more mm -hmm. likely that he would listen to the audio message than read it. You are correct. Oh, all I would, all I'd say is put a better, better car together for Daytona, man. That's, That's what I mean. That's I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like the guy because of that. What he did to Connor Daly this. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care about the guy's boxing career. His like, fight, I, we watched his fight against Logan Paul live at, or against not against Logan Paul. What am I talking about? Against uh, McGregor yeah. at my fraternity, and that dude is the mm -hmm. biggest scam artist in the damn country. He's trying to get McGregor disqualified the entire fight. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember. Was it was it Manny Pacquiao that he fought? Yeah, he did that one too. Manny, pa fought. Manny Pacquiao fight, and I remember watching that, and I was like, he I he I guess he won it on points or whatever, but it was just I don't know. It was one of those fights you look at, and I was like, man, that's you, you're taking cheap shots. You're better than that, you know. But anyway, whatever. My minutes up. <laughs> <laughs> that's good no one was timing it <laughs> no uh with the like because i was thinking like 
you go run the Daytona 500, you're going to get the most money out of any race you get all year, no matter where you finish. Uh, but like at that finishing mm-hmm. position. And I'm like, yeah, this dude's whole bit is that he has all the money in the world. So how the hell is that going to help that team? Oh, exactly. And he's got I, a great crew chief. He had a great driver. I have no clue what the rest of the team rules were filled with, but I, if Floyd Mayweather was making decisions, that explains a lot. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's, he's had his head beaten in a few times, I suppose. I'm not sure. Well, at least put a car on the track that uh, doesn't look like a pogo stick. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I didn't even watch Daytona. I just kind of read the commentary and all that sort of stuff. But, um, like, what just scrolling through Twitter and different things like that, you watch all of um, Connor's stuff, like Connor Daly's stuff, and watching some of the things that he was complaining about, it's like, yeah, he, he's definitely got a problem there, and they need to do something about that. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, his I, podcast I, talking about the race – if you fast forward through it to the part where he talks about the race, and I can look up the timestamp if you're really interested in it, but it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of crap that went wrong in that race car. Oh, oh well, I remember reading some of the stuff he's talking about and then, oh yeah, it's, it, it, it bounced like a pogo stick. And then Tony, I think it was his crew chief was Tony Uri jr. Wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. And, and Tony made something like, Oh, it's just on the bump stops. Like that doesn't look like bump stops to me, but. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm not a yeah. Okay, I've driven a modified, but I'm I'm no I'm no Fender guy anymore. So a B mod at that. Uh, that's right. Exactly. I, I, I'm just <laughs> like, like dude. Money I had cars. a lot of fun. I really had a lot of fun driving that car. It was it was cool. I it bet was, it was just something different. Was so. it was it at all like? Did you feel like it was easier to control? No, no, not at all. I just felt like I was hanging on fascinating because um, that's like it, the that's the knock on modified racing um yeah we don't cover it a ton because there's not like a bona fide nfl of modified racing there's not the uh, absolute people will argue with you if it's the hell tour they'll argue it's us yeah, the ump guys and the usmts guys they get after it pretty good yeah but but um i guess modified racing there's so many there's so many tracks that run it. It's, it kind of dilutes it a little bit. Yeah. That makes it hard. Well, you know, this guy's great. Yeah. But he only runs on that track. Well, Mm -hmm. he's better than this guy. Well, yeah, because that guy's a badass over at that track. But when he did come to that track, it was his first time there and he didn't quite get the setup right. Like, right. It's, I don't know. The cars were fun to drive. And, and as a, um, as a way of just getting into the sport to participate, I thought it was cool. It was good. You know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I like, I got no complaints. I loved it, you know, and, and, um, plan on doing a little bit more of it this year. And I don't know, people will probably laugh at me, but I don't really care. I, I'll drive anything. I, I came to America to race. So laugh at uh, you because you say funny stuff. Well, I, yeah, sometimes every now and again, <laughs> we do it every time you're on here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> not uh, sure what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. no the uh so on the outlaws game they when they added the modifieds they added uh peevely to it so the first thing i did was mm-hmm. went and tried to drive peevely thinking uh that it would kind of act like the old game back in the day not like the mm-hmm. physics of it but like that your that class is going to be a step up to yeah your eventual step up would be to a late model and it was mm-hmm. not easier to drive than the late model like 
Oh no, they they. I'm not comparing that like like it's a real life thing, but there's some real life consistencies with it because that's what iRacing did when they designed it. They are hard to drive because you got to remember they've only got that that eight inch tire on them, right? And that that tire is so hard. Like they they call them hockey pucks for a reason. You can't, you know, the thing's really hard. And then on top of that, you've got you've got this great big, I don't know, twenty. I don't even know what the weight is. 2,500 plus pound car sitting on top of those tires mm-hmm. with no horsepower and, and basically everything in them is stock. So you've got stock GM brakes, which they don't really stop. And then, so you, you've sort of got everything working against you. You think, Oh yeah, I'll just roll it into the corner a whole bunch harder. Well, that's fine and dandy until you get to the corner and the weight takes over. And all of a sudden you, you're facing the guy behind you and you sort of not really like you, you felt it coming, but you're really not sure how you wound up in that position because the, the weight just takes so long to affect the car. Well, and it, it seems like just cause I, there's a few buddies of mine that race B mods out of Osceola. And so I talked to them on it. It just seems like, you know, when you uh, stick it, you set it in the corner, then hope to God it sticks. Otherwise you're kind of just hanging on. Yeah, pretty much. And that, that's kind of what it looks like when you're racing against some of these guys too. Um, you know, you can see it. They're just, they're just hanging on. That's it. And, um, yeah, you know, the, the cars are fun. You've, they, they teach you a lot of patience. I will say that you've got to, uh, um, you, you've really got to be patient with them. Like I said, because of the weight, mm-hmm. you, know, you think, Oh yeah, all right. The car's about to turn. Then all of a sudden the weight will kick in and it'll, it'll, it'll have a mind of its own. You know, especially if you um, if you get out of the throttle at the wrong wrong stage or wrong point or something like that, I I did that a few times and um, just just little things. It's 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 different. The car I drove, you know, we we had a few little issues we had to sort out. Like one night there, the one of the battery leads, the battery terminals come off it or come loose, and um, yeah, just little things like that. That for me as a sprint car guy, I have I have no idea, you know. Um, yeah, and it's not that I don't have an idea. I can sit down and figure it out. I've just never been around those race cars to, to, to know straight off the bat, all right, this is the problem or that's the problem or, you know, it needs this or it needs that. So when I, we, we actually managed to go test at Memphis one Friday afternoon and, and I kept spinning out on the exit of the corner and I got out and I said to them, can we change the car? And they kind of said, Oh, not really, not much you can do to them. And, um, I said, well, do I just need to like not drive it as hard? And they're like, yeah, you kind of keep them up with the A mods. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so you probably, you probably should back off. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was just little things like that. Just get used to, to things like that. Like, you know, you, you get out of a sprint car and, and when it comes to something like that, you, you kind of don't have a speed limiter cause you, you know, it just, you've got time to, to, to focus and, and figure out what's going on and think about it. So yeah, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> let me, uh, let me pump you up on, uh, your behalf. Can I, what, what sets a Glenn Savile engine apart from everyone else? Oh, nothing. Go spend awesome. your money elsewhere. Glenn, we're on a great, we're on a great path. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'll be honest. I've, I've kind of cut back on doing the race motors a lot. Um, just, 
I've, I've been having more fun doing a lot of hot road, hot rod work and stuff like that. Doing, doing some oddball type, type work. Um, like, like today, street I was, driving, street driving hot rods or are you? Yeah. A bit of everything. Like today I was, I was tearing down a flathead. Um, I got a flathead <laughs> that I sold to, to a customer and, um, I was tearing that down. Just, just oddball stuff. I got a, like a, a straight six that I got to build. That's, it's going in a, in a rat rod with a, um, with a turbo on it and stuff like that, like oddball stuff like that. The, the, I still build, build, um, build, like I got a couple of sprint car motors I got to get done for the start of the season. But, um, I found last year with all the part shortages and stuff like that, it's just, it's, it's difficult to make money when you can't build a job out because you're waiting on, you know, this or that or something like that. So, um, I've sort of, kind of move my focus more towards the sprint car side of things. I'm more do the magnetos and, and, and the fuel system stuff. And then, um, and then the, the, uh, the engine side of things, I'm just, just sort of doing a bit of everything, you know, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not one to talk myself up. So I just, whatever your, you want. Your to well, no, yeah. you, you don't have to, we are, yeah. <laughs> I'll do all that for you. It's okay. Yeah. Thanks. No one ever comes at me for the bad stuff I say about people on these episodes. That's probably why, oh, okay. That's probably why yeah. we've been saying it. So we we need to start a Connor Ferguson hate page or something. Yeah, well, well it's already been started. You just don't somewhere. know about it. Uh, we oh. tend we tend to punch above our level, right? Ross yeah. Stan's not hitting us up anytime soon, but I think we're three episodes in a row uh, mentioning him as a driver we don't like. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's my answer. If I had a driver I wanted to fight the most, it's definitely Ross. Yeah, okay. Why don't you like him? He's I, a bitch. I, no, no, the actual like story of it, I don't know if the guy would. So, okay, I was talking to a driver. Um, he had won a race. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about who it was. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we're talking about stuff, and uh, he's got a couple beers in his hand, and um, he's just like, man, I, I can't stand Chastain. He's dirtiest driver in the garage. The entire garage will tell you that. Like that guy, yeah. I, it's ridiculous. And that was when he was doing his underdog, you know, hopping in a car every weekend, but it was a truck or an Xfinity ride. It wasn't uh, Kyle Larson. It wasn't the Nick Hoffman, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Clausen style of like true diversity. Uh, yep. But he it was him riding cool. driving back marker cars to top fifteen finishes. Yeah, and, uh, okay. it was NASCAR's version of a of a of, of a uh, a multi skilled driver. Yeah, and the connection I had to the driver at the time, uh, there's no reason he would say that unless it was really bad, because uh, it's probably like the sixth time I've talked to him in my life. Okay. So see, and kind of stemmed, it stemmed from that. And then like, yep. we see him take like AJ Allmendinger. I'm a big dinger fan. I got a shirt that just says the dinger that I wear. Every <laughs> people ask me about it. And, uh, so I love him. Uh, and he took him out, uh, at, was it at Coda Damon last year? Yeah, he took him at Coda last year. That really year. picks me off. And I'm not, I'm the not one that got massive, me. like, ever since I started writing about sports, I've been like very less reactive to anything that isn't a Dallas stars game. And that's like my yeah. playground to be a kid. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. I got, I was very pissed off on that episode. I don't know if you go, yeah. if anyone goes back and listens to it. Like we, and Damon's like sitting there like, yeah, I, I don't like him either. Connor, you're, <laughs> and it was just just the choir. I, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. Cause you know, he gets in that chip Ganassi ride and his very first race driving for chip Ganassi, he goes in and right rears Kevin Harvick at Darlington for no reason at all. You know, that, yeah. and, the, and then goes after the race and plays it off like it wasn't his fault or he did nothing wrong and just played the cry, the cry wolf thing that he does, that he does to this day. The, the frustrating part about that for me is whether you like him or not as a driver, motor racing needs that because yeah, absolutely. you're absolutely right. We need it. And, and, and I hate to say it, but things have become um, so diluted. Mm-hmm. That somebody they, doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah, that's right. And and he he should be allowed to go out there and say, "Yeah, I wheeled him. I was deliberate. I want to get past him." You know, but they've kind of got to this point where it's I don't know. I it, it just but you need that WWE element or WWE. What, what's the wrestling e, thing? WWE. It yeah, is a, yeah. Okay. It was F. It You're ahead of time because it was F. Now it's E. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you need that element to it, but but you also need reporters that can that can be there live on the ground and actually. Oh, I thought you. Like, I thought you were saying yeah. you need me to talk more shit. Well, yeah, you do, but you need to All be right, there live. And actually, no, <laughs> that's my that's my go ahead then. Yeah, poke the bear and and. And actually get a reaction, get, but, yeah. but get an honest reaction, not a, not a sponsorship, you know, not a sponsorship friendly. I, you know, if I say this, I'm going to get in trouble kind of, kind of thing, but you need that, that, um, the, the, just motor racing. The, the Kyle just, Larson thing yeah. on the, on the dirt vision broadcast on the mm-hmm. tweet that they put out that was eventually deleted. And I thought it was a terrible move to delete that. Um, yeah. cause you can use that as promo. You can talk yeah. about that. That should be. Yeah you know, at the head of things and people think it's going to give too much bad PR to your series. And it's like, once it's not because you promote it as a rivalry, right? It's, you know, see the rivalry and you don't have to direct quote the tweet, but. And I have, I haven't been, I haven't been around what the rivalry is about. Right. And I haven't been around Casey Schumann to Mm -hmm. joke with him about this or anything. Uh, cause he didn't like, uh, he doesn't like Connor. afterwards, but we, I've since mended things with him. Great. Guy. <laughs> nothing bad, nothing bad to say about him. Uh, so don't <laughs> think it like that, but goodness, it, well, don't Amy, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't know if, if they had done like a Schumann versus Larson type of like, how is Casey Schumann going to screw Kyle Larson this week? It would have at least been entertaining, even if nothing was going on. That's right. But I, I don't know. I, nothing against Casey. I, like I, heck, I ran with the War Series for for uh, for Casey for a while, and you know he Casey does a good job. But at the same time, I, look, I, I I'll stay out of that one. But no, we're good. we're good now. We're good yeah. now. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, well, I'll, take, I'll take you to I'll take you to a race and introduce you to Casey if you want. I, you know, I, I've met him since I said hi to him at the Chili Bowl, but I've only just like said, I, 
talked to him at Eldora last year at the mm-hmm. million and said, Hey, yeah. I really apologize if that came off the wrong way. Cause what happened was we talked to, uh, I went up to Larson's car owner and I was walking outside the press room with all intentions mm-hmm. to talk to him. Uh, yep. and you know, ask him about what he thought of it. Well, yep. my dad's sitting there with a beer in his hand, helping him work on the car with a beer that he gave him in his hand yeah. as well. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, this is going to be easier than I thought it would be. Thought it was, yeah. Yep. And I asked him if he wanted to do an interview and he just looked at me and said, where's it going to go? And I said, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, just everywhere. Mm-hmm. He threw four <laughs> tools to the side on the ground, just on oh. the spot, just launched it yep. and said, yep, let's do it. And it was a, it was a 90 second video and it's the most watched video we have on our yeah today yeah so it's 170,000 on youtube it, i think it was half a million on twitter that watched that viewed the tweet oh i know i saw it and yeah. I, I watched it i thought it was a good interview it was and i just well, let him talk it was the it's what those are like the easiest interviews we do and people ask yeah. like why why did so and so go up to this guy after that like he's obviously going to be insert sad or mad and mm-hmm. it's like you to get that you reaction tell the story of the reaction and yep. is it too immediate in some specific instances yeah sure and you have to know that judgment but most of the time it no it's not you want that you want reaction out of people yeah yep and and from your point of view you need it and and it I hate to say it, but it, you know, it helps. It does help promote the sport because it, there's there's a lot of people out there that don't like Kyle Larson. There's a lot of people out there that don't like Casey Schumann. There's a lot of people out there that don't like Kevin Rumley. But there's a lot of people out there that do, and they like all three of them. And and if you've got everyone's version of events, then yeah, you know, people can make up their own mind. They're not stupid, but but it, you can also use it as as it's something that's happening. It's you know, happening. That's always it's what you want, right? Like you look at any yeah. storylines going into anything, you always want something extra mm-hmm. happening to make this yeah. event that's or right. race bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of look at it like a, I, I actually, I thought it was a great interview. Just, just, he was candid about what happened and he stated his side of the event and that's it. That's all there is to it. You know? yeah. So what happened uh, before that is we were trying to, reach Casey for comment and mm-hmm. he wasn't at the track uh went, like after that happened like I'm not even going to give a time frame but yeah uh, we couldn't reach him and so mm-hmm. uh Chris Dulac uh came up with the statement that we referenced in the article uh mm-hmm. and then Casey was mad that we didn't reach out to him well I didn't have his number and I didn't have no one had any way to reach him because they called him and he didn't answer. Oh, okay. Which is fine. I mean, he just missed it. But like, I explained to him a little bit, and he like stopped me midway through, and he's like, "No, no, it's okay. Like, you're good." And I think he just misunderstood what went on because yeah. I went to the effort of trying well, to get that. I, it was not my effort to put that out without both sides' stories yeah. on there. You know, and Casey's pretty level-headed like that. He'll he'll at least hear your version of events, and and. You know, I, I guess from his point of view, he probably would have been put on blast all of a sudden. Yeah, well, yeah, because because Rumley mentioned him, and I'm like, that doesn't make this any better for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Been... So, 
but no, I look, you know, now you got to understand too. And I'm, I'm sitting there like, shoot, this guy could either be a dick or just not know. And it, mm-hmm. thank goodness it wasn't that yeah. it's just a dick. Uh, yep. my introduction to Casey Schumann was him banning Tyler Erb from racing with the world of outlaws for a season oh, and a half after yeah. the Bobby Pierce yep. incident. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. No, I, my, I, I, you know, when Casey was promoting the war series, which, um, Casey's dad, Ron actually raced my dad's midget in Australia back in the, in the late eighties. There's a picture floating around Facebook somewhere of that, but, um, yeah, I, Casey and Brooke did a great job with the war series and, um, you know, it's sort of kind of a shame they, they left the war series and went, went to the late model deal, but you know, it was, it was cool. It was enjoyable when they were running it. And, and you know, that's another series I still plan on racing with this year when I can. So yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so oh, that's, games. that's great. And, uh, at least it worked out. So mm-hmm. that's like yeah. the biggest part of that. Um, yeah, you, you're world famous. <laughs> I like I like to think that. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's what happened that night. Yeah, yeah, I did that night um, for the next two weeks to come. Well, then, then then there was the fact that you they caught you on on camera running away from the, the wall at the <laughs> next day. This is like like a year like a year recap before the yeah. season starts. The yeah. next one, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was crazy because I, I, I had watching people... that race on flow. I was watching did that you race. Know, on did you know it was me? Yeah, you could see it. I looked up like that's what. That's why I always wear the Iowa State hat. Yeah, I, I was gonna message you, but I figured you were changing your underwear. Dude, every every Twitter every Twitter reply. I was just getting pissed off because every reply was like, "Oh, these ass hats! Look at these idiots!" There were six yeah. guys standing next to the fence just ducking. <laughs> I'm the only one smart enough to get out of the damn way. Or pansy. Yeah. What yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's like for every 50 tweets calling me an idiot, there was four calling me a pussy for running away yeah. from a race car. That's run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terre Haute is a pretty, pretty big, dangerous track. So uh, there's, I don't, what, let, yeah, let's get Glenn the reporter on here. Um, what have you heard about their future for this season? I haven't heard anything to be honest. I don't think it's in good shape. No, like I've got friends out that way. And, and the last I heard was it wasn't, it wasn't looking good, but I, it's, it would kind of suck if it goes away because it's the only sort of half mile left in Indiana. And you know, it, it's got so much history to that place. It's unbelievable. You know? And like I went there, I haven't seen it with the big fans yet, but, um, I went there once to watch a race with the, the little fence and the, you just walk into the place and it's, it's just got that, that feeling about it. You think, man, this is, yeah, this is awesome. Well, so we, my dad and I went there and it was after that weekend. Yeah. That's the same week. It's a freaking worst yeah, it weekend. Next, it was the next day. Uh, and so we went on our way back from Bristol and I had to market and convince him that the USAC silver crown series was going to be worth it to watch. Mm-hmm. And it it felt like you went to the year 1970. Yeah. yeah. It felt like it feels driving through Iowa City, Iowa. It's like none yeah. of these none of these buildings have been updated since 1985. No. Not in a no. not in the same way. 
because yeah. the, obviously the cars look older. And that's my gripe with Silver Crown car owners. Can we make the cars look new, please? Can no, we get some cool no, paint schemes no, on there? No, don't, no, 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 uh, no. I knew no, you would say don't that. Ruin, don't ruin it. That's they, not no, ruining it. They look cool. No, they look cool. no it is. It would, it would. It would ruin it. Hand-painted race cars and, and the history you of that can still be hand-painted. I just want to see some, some good paint schemes. Um, no, no way. Don't ruin it. Just just plain race cars, man, like, like they should be. Like all real race cars should be, just plain with a number. Oh man, so. that was the, that was a funny. So Paul Silva one time mm -hmm. tweeted that he's tired of hearing announcements about announcements. Oh yeah, uh, which I hate that take because it's the same people. And I got Paul on this. Uh, he had tweeted like weeks before, like we need more attention on this guy, and I'm mm -hmm. just like. The announcements about the announcements posts are bringing more yeah. attention. Like people are looking for this to come out at this time. Yeah. And he's a big, you know, have the plain white car and shit. And I'm like, man, you, you, you got to remember who stuff. You, you, you can, you, you can gotta remember who you're talking to though, here, Connor. Remember who you're talking to though. I'm, no, a black I'm, I'm slowly. I'm just a black race car with a black or with a white side. number. I'm slowly yeah, a black race the, car, yellow, yellow and red number. I'm good. That's all you need. I'm bringing you to the dark side. We're getting oh, good. closer I, and closer. I tried making some vinyl. I've had a few race cars that have had vinyl and stuff like that on them, but yeah, I don't know. It's the same as same with my helmets. I've always I just have whatever whatever they come out of the box. That's what color I run. The Never helmet's far less important. Well, it depends. Depends what the helmet. The helmet is a, is a driver's signature. And that's sort of about the only place where a driver can have his own kind of individual sort of taste, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I remember racing go-karts growing up and I always just had a white, a white Simpson. And, um, and my dad always said to me, I really don't want you to paint your helmet because I can see you. Whereas everybody else has got all their painted fancy stuff and all that stuff. And it looks, looks up close. Oh, they look amazing. But from the track, they all look the same. So dad always said to me, just keep your helmet white because I can tell who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so that was why I never, I've never bothered painting a helmet. Never, ever. Just always been, been white. And then when I went sprint car racing, it turned, turned into black. So. so have you thought about our proposal to turn Glenn Savile's logo on the t-shirts to the cartoon kangaroo stepping on the neck of a bald eagle? We we can we can do something. Okay, we I've don't have to, the the problem. I, I've the problem got is, you, the, the problem is I've got to have the results to back up the pose. <laughs> <laughs> you won you, you, you won that race at Southern Iowa. Right? Oh yeah, I won, I, I won one race. No, well, that year. that no that it was the warm up for the uh, Oski challenges. That's plenty enough. That's a prestigious race. It was the fall challenge in what, 20? 19 or 20? No, it was, 21. 20, it was 20, 21. It was 2021. Cause I ran, I ran the last, the last uh, front row challenge, non-wing deal that Terry put on. Yeah. That's right. That was when that, when that, that Derrico thing come through town. That's my, yeah, that was my first time at Oski. Oski that, that I ran Reese's car that night. And then, um, and then the derecho is what you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then, um, 
and next year was when I went back for the full challenge and won the non-wing, the first night of the non-wing deal. So yeah, yeah and then that's, that's that's the car I'm putting together at the moment. So so high that's, speed. So you you don't have anything to worry about. I I hope not. We'll see. It's <laughs> it's a little that car's a little different. So it's got got pogo sticks on the front of it and all kinds of stuff. So we'll see what happens. I remember that because the next day, uh, Ayrton's hauler fell down. Blew mm-hmm. over. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's right. And I was heading to, I was heading to Missouri cause I was going to go run the ASCS stuff. ASCS yeah, that, week. That's prestigious. It's on the world of outlaws exempt lists on races that would count against their, their allowances. Oh, really? Yeah. I, see, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really even looked into that stuff. I kind of, I just looked at the whole high limit thing. I went, yep, that's good. That's good for all the races. What are the outlaws going to do to, to, you know, try and, well, they added that, they added thousands of dollars to every top ten finishing points position. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, what are they going to do to curb their drivers' enthusiasm? Which I, I don't know. I think it's just it's one of those things. I think you need to communicate with them more openly. I know David Gravel hadn't heard of the races that would count for against it for the entire month of January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. That that's kind of a the whole thing is kind of a touchy subject. Like you've always had to apply for permission to um race elsewhere. To, to yeah, to race elsewhere with the outlaws. Like you know, that's that's always been the case. That's and that's fine. Like you know, if that's how they want to do it, but at the same time, like you know, I get I get what he's doing and his explanation of it on the uh, Wing Nation interview. Um, mm-hmm. my, in my only response would just be, I think you're, I, I understand how you view your product, but I don't think it gets any less cool, any less prestigious, any less exclusive, uh, and any less intent for fans to come to the races if you allow mm-hmm. them to race wherever. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you could you could absolutely yeah. cite something that says you're you're wrong and stupid, and I wouldn't say anything. Well, you can the, prove the, me wrong. The way, the way I see it is is it gives it gives the drivers an opportunity at more money. More money keeps them on the road, and it makes them better. Well, I, I don't necessarily know if it makes them better. Like, uh, there's a lot of those guys that they're already at the pinnacle of the sport. So, if you're at the pinnacle of the sport, you can't necessarily. Um, you know, you, you're always on that, that that cutting edge, that leading edge of, of the technological side of the sport. But hold on, no, um, I want to ask you this: Do you learn something every time you race? Um, not always. Okay, not always. But Sometimes you, I'm, you I'm say, just so busy. You say every race is the opportunity to. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. That's where that's where it right comes from from me saying that it, they it, could get it, better. Well, they could, but it, it that, that's the thing. It it gives them an opportunity to go and try things against tough competition rather than going to test and, and not be in that world of outlaws sort of um, environment. That is the one thing with, with, with short track racing in general in America, you can go hire a track to test and, and pay, you know, like Knoxville's what two, two grand a night or something. Um, or you can just go find a race and go drive around. And and it's a lot harder to go and try these these sort of 
you know, ideas that you want to try and test when you're trying to race for points as well. And especially with as much money as in, as is on the line with the world of outlaws. So in my opinion, I think they should let them run provided it doesn't, um, provided it doesn't take away or detract from the potential of race fans going to either or either event. Um, you know, if, if what do you think race, about, now, what do you think about that? to like close pros, close proximity to an outlaws race on a Tuesday. I don't think it's a good idea. I think you, you've, you should be at least a state away. Okay. It, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not difficult for the world of outlaws teams to drive, you know, three or four hours overnight to go to another state to go and participate in the races. I, I personally think that's what they should do is, um, you know, there, there's different, and that, that's the other thing too. There's different tracks that want a 410 race that they cannot justify the outlaw purse, but that high limit deal might be something that, that's, that's more within their, their field that they can afford and justify. And you got to you know understand what? high limits paying like a thousand to start. So the outlaws, they're paying a thousand every race. I'm pretty sure they are. Aren't there ten? Aren't there ten, are, they're ten grand to win ones aren't a thousand to start. I don't remember. I, I, the last outlaw show I paid was was eight hundred to start. And my deal is I've mentioned so many numbers on here and I don't have them written down anywhere. Yeah, no, to come back to I, I, and I'm going to sound really dumb yeah. on one of the things I said. So apologies, yeah. but I, I haven't. I, that's the thing. I haven't been to an outlaw show for for a couple of years now. So I I just you know. I yeah I, I haven't quite kept up, but the last time I ran was it was eight hundred to start, and I think I I'm pretty sure it was a thousand to they put it up to a thousand to start or something like that. Season well, we're going to need you to be our featured guest. A featured what? Man, you all must right, be so, scraping the, all right, if you you're listen, the bottom of the yogurt can. If, if you if, are, um, if you've made it this far in the interview, I trust you not to overreact or I'm talking to the listeners, Glenn, it's okay. Um, <laughs> or be pissed off at me if it doesn't happen. Um, but one of our goals for this year is to do a couple of race day live shows on the two world of outlaws weekends at Knoxville, uh, the Iowa speedway IndyCar race and the Knoxville nationals, probably the 360, um, and also potentially the late model nationals. And we're just what about the show. We could do it for the, yeah, we could add the USAC show. So I created this before that was on the schedule. So that's, but we're, so we're talking um, with some people. I won't name anything. I'm really cutting the edge of what, who should hear what stories I'm telling. But uh, we're in the works with someone talking about a space to do that in where we have a table, we sit down and do an interview do whatever microphone some fan q a if there's people there hopefully there would be people that show up uh <laughs> that's that's one of our goals for this year so we want to do that with you we can definitely do, yeah if you're gonna if are you planning on doing the U, the usac weekend at knoxville i hope so <laughs> okay do you have a motor do you have a motor big enough is that i oh, no, i, I asked that in an insulting way do you have a motor that can race with brady bacon's 
oh, I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure I could figure something out. I haven't started on my That's, motorbike. Oh, I love that. Excites me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn just became a rule maker. He just says, I'm sure I could figure something out. I'm going to hammer. Yeah. I'm going to go to Vegas yeah. and find the one guy putting up on. That's screen. right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I got to, I got to hammer and a chisel and a few other bits and pieces. I'll knock something out. <laughs> what's, it, what's it take? What's it take to run the speeds they're running? Is it motor? Is it all motor? Big balls. <laughs> That's it. That's all there is to do it. Um, running Knoxville without a wing is, especially running there for so many years with a wing on, you learn just to run wide open. But when you run without the wing, um, an evil handling car is scary. It will absolutely scare the crap out of you. But a good handling non-wing car at Knoxville is the most fun you will ever have there, there's an interview of me um the the interviewer asked me you know what did you think of it and all that i'm like i'd never had so much fun with my pants on it was a blast <laughs> you know um that the last the last usac show i ran there was the i think it was the 2021 2020 yeah it's 2020 it was the one where we got rained out and it finished at like three o'clock in the morning and um i remember i heard that yeah you were there, that you were there. and uh and the guy that was helping me that night says to me just he said even though we've got all this rain you know you're still two seconds a lap slower than what you're used to just just see what happens just run it wide open don't lift i kind of looked at him like you think we could do it he goes oh yeah you'll be fine I'm like all right well here we go so we sent me out to hot lap and and uh I kind of wound it up on the first lap and went down into one and I thought, all right, this is it. And so I, I didn't lift. I, I felt the felt the floor pan bend under my foot and just threw it at the corner and it come out the other side. And I was like, Oh, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so <laughs> it come out the other side. And, and that was, that was the scary part of it is once you've got over that fear of not only can I do it, but, man, that's exciting. Someone's leaving in a body bag if this goes wrong. All right, let's go. And so I went down into three and four and did the same thing and it worked. And yeah, run, and, run around Knoxville and just just not lifting at all. It's, um, it's just one of those feelings that you can't describe. It's just, it's insane because the non-wing car is so like sprint cars in general, when they start to get on the right side, they start to get real, real scary. But, but the non-wing car, when it, when it gets up on the right side, like they naturally lay to the right compared to the wing car. But when they start to pick left rear wheels off the ground and you, you can sort of look over and you start to see the right front or you can look out the side and you can see what's going out the side and start looking at the dirt. You think, yeah, this is, this isn't going to end well. But um, when the car actually did that and you, I, once I worked out how to how to do it and, and control it, it was, yeah, it was it was a feeling. Oh my god, it was a feeling. <laughs> what did you finish in that race? I ran out of brakes, so I pulled in before because it wasn't my car either, so I didn't want That's to. That's okay. It. I remember. <laughs> so um, there was a couple of times there I needed I needed to to use the brakes just to set the car back down, and I remember it got up on the left left side a little bit and uh, started to pull the left rear out of the ground and. And I went to hit the brakes and I must've been riding with my foot on the brake or something like that. I was probably shit myself, but anyway, 
And uh, yeah, it was the, the throttle was buried, and, and you just sort of, you know, you'd sort of stab the brake a little bit to to set the car up because that's that's once you once you take away the throttle aspect of it, all you've got left is steering wheel and brakes. And if you then if you take away the brake aspect of it, all you've got is steering wheel, and and at that point, the you know the fence becomes the brake, and and uh, it's you know that one always hurts. The fence the fence at Knoxville that'll that'll miss you up i know that that's harder than other ones yeah yeah if you hit it hard enough it actually it it, it rings for a good couple of minutes but where's uh, the heart where's the hardest fence ever is it at knoxville uh the hardest fence i've ever hit the most the most damage i've had from a fence is knoxville i had vertigo for four months after that crash holy shit you're talking about personal damage jeez yeah 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 but the, the hardest <laughs> fence on your toes hit. Yeah, the hardest no, the hardest fence I ever hit was probably Warrnambool, going down the back straight at Warrnambool in Australia. Um, Warrnambool's like um, when the place is fast, it's like ten second laps, and it's a it's a lot of fun. But um, when it slicks off, you you still got a lot of momentum there, and I I I, I want to say it was the Easter Trail, and I think it was the first time I'd ever been there, and I. I wasn't really sort of a hundred percent sure where to run on the track. I was, you know, cause like you say, you learn a lot of these tracks you go to, you learn a bit hot laps, which is two or three laps. And, and, uh, I come off two and, 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 uh, it just sucked me into the fence. I don't know. I guess I ran out of talent or something. I'm not sure. Not that there was much there to begin with, but, but, um, yeah, I ran into the selling fence. yourself yeah. short. Oh, no. <laughs> I tell people you're a really good driver and, and people don't believe me because they listen to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, that guy? No, he tell, he's, he'll tell you to his face. He sucks. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm me. No, just, I'm just a weekend warrior. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Warnable. Uh, I got to watch the Grand Annual Classic this year. Yep. Yep. Right one of my other goals for the season is to go to it next year. Mm-hmm. This is, this is my formal invite to you. Yep. So come down, find out with me. No. What? Why? Cause well, I mean, okay. So I've still got, I've still got my race cars in Australia. Trump, Trump but... is not an office. You won't have to stay there. No, I'm not. I'm, oh no, I'm not worried about that. I've got, I've, I've got a valid green card. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I file taxes. Did you, did, you, did you say that line? Did you say that line on the last, on um, when we had you on the last time? I think so. Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> something to that effect. I'm just a dumb immigrant or something like that. He must have a warrant out for his arrest in Australia. Or yeah, something. Why, why don't you want to go to, not, back to Australia? Okay. No, no, no. It's not. I, I want to go back to Australia. I don't want to go to the classic cause I can't race it. Um, it, I'm allowed to race it. We haven't. Okay. So from where I live in Sydney, um, it's about a 12 hour drive and no, uh, no, no, no. We're staying, we're staying at my buddy's place and we're figuring out something. And if you want to race it, now's the time to start looking for stuff. But if not, we can just go and drink beer. Oh no, no, no. I got a complete team sitting in Australia if I want to go race, but I'd, I'd rather go to the classic and race. It's, it's one of those events that we'll, we'll go together and you can race. I have, I can't get my car there. We've only got a little, we're back to a little open trailer. And, um, when I do go back and race, so I haven't, I, I, I don't want to put my dad's ute through driving 12 hours to warn and bull. What if, what, what if we drive together? I'm not hauling the thing. I don't know how to do that. That's a you deal. That's, that's I, will keep, I, will I, haven't, I haven't, 
I haven't got a way of getting my race car to the track, but like I, I can I convince my buddy to take a truck over. It might be his work truck. Uh, you obviously haven't been to Australia yet. If you want it, <laughs> if you want it to happen, we oh, yeah. can take some steps and figure out if it's if, feasible. If, if, if I want it to happen, I'll I'll figure it out. I'm I, at this point. I just I'm gonna worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow. You just because- told me. Okay, so you just told me it's too complicated. Then said. I I would do it myself if I could. Yeah. And I think your answer is just, you don't want to take a plane ride with me. Oh no, it's not that. No, no, no. no that's, no. it sounds like I'll, it's I'll, that Glenn. No, I'll, 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 we, I tell you what, you, you would never have been so high in your life. Connor, how's that sound? <laughs> I, um, I, mm, there's been some times. <laughs> no, um, I, I would, I, I need to get back to Australia at some point. Um, just, just to catch up with my mum and dad and, and race and all that sort of stuff. But, um, I, I, the classic is a fun event. I really love it, but I, I don't want to just go down there to hang out. If I would, if I were to go back and do it, I want to race. Um, um, it's just one of those races that the atmosphere, the, the intensity of it, um, just everything about it, it you know and it, it's i guess you've probably only seen it in a three-day format but back in the day when it was 70 odd cars and two nights that was intense it was just it was mental how hard you had to run and um you know what the issue is with stuff like that is like you can't create a format with 70 cars in one night that is conducive to everybody. oh no you can't definitely not but but and I'm, I'm the guy I can complain about any format. You the, give me one, yeah, but the challenge the problem me. was the problem was that was what made it fun is right. Is your night was done. If you had a bad heat and, and that can be, that could be like getting dropping back one spot in your heat, or it could be. And do you know how many races finish? over the year? That's true for it's like the Knoxville nationals and chili bowl. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And it, that that's, that's the appeal of that event. You know, you've got, You've got the best, you've got the best races in Australia. Plus, you've got a lot of very good Americans. Which, unlike the Australian title, um, Americans or, or anyone else aren't allowed in our Australian title. But which is like a week or two later. Um, but the classic, you can you basically know where you stand in on the Australian scene when you're done. So, um, I don't know. I I I do want to get back there and race it one day. It's just a case of of um it just getting all the all my ducks in a row you know obviously this time of year is is always hard because you you're sort of trying to get trying to get racing and and trying to um, you know for me especially trying to get everyone else's stuff organized and make sure my own stuff's ready so yeah and if there's anything i can do to help you i will drive down there Oh yeah, once a month and do it and help you. But we'll do. Well, like I said, mate, I've still got everything sitting there. The biggest, the biggest issue to get there at the moment is, um, is just transport down there. You know Uh, anyone that owns a boat? A boat to Australia? Yeah, we could take. We could take the car by boat. Dude, no, I've got a car in Australia. He's got a car over there. I've got a complete team in Australia. My dad's still got all these equipment in Australia. Okay. Well, I wanted to imagine anything. myself boating a little bit, but whatever guys. No, no, we, my parade. 
Connor, we don't, need need to... you in, we don't need to see you in a speedo on a boat. It's just not <laughs> I'm not a speedo. No, I'm not a speedo guy. You you barely oh, get not... me to wear the short shorts the hot dudes wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's got to go like mid, just just above the knee is where I just wear. above the knee. I, oh, if you want, now, if you needed to see me in a swimsuit, like I, well, summer's coming up. I'll lose weight for that. I didn't do a ton, I, I didn't do a ton of hockey this year, so I'm I'm way overweight right now. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, well, maybe we'll you'll, try, out. you'll try to exclusively <laughs> buy steaks like Glenn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. What's for dinner? Steak. So. <laughs> that's insane. I can't believe. But yeah, no, we we will do a whole Glenn Savile's Road to the Classic. I <sighs> do. I can do a thing. It, it's such a hard race to it, – it is genuinely such a hard race to make. Um, you know, the, it, it's kind of funny you, if you watch – like I've never made the show. The, the closest I've been is, is first reserve for the main. And you watch my progression. When I first started going down there, we didn't have enough motor. And then we kept building a motor program, building a motor program. And, and when we finally started to get just enough motor to where it was good – we had a, a string of bad luck and, you know, you get involved in a crash or something like that. That'd ruin your weekend. And then, and, and then finally towards the end, we really got some thump and motor and there were so many cars that, and we had such bad pill draws for qualifying that you just couldn't qualify. So, um, you know, you sort of, we, we really started to get some progress there for a while. And then, and then we, we kind of picked up a little bit more motor and it, it just, it was too much. So, um, yeah, I've I've kind of got a love hate relationship with the with the results side of that race, but the actual race itself and the event and everything is just it's fun. Yeah, it really. Think, is. About, it's a lot. think about what you know now with motors. Uh yeah, it's not so much that. It's it's just you know, I don't know. It's it's a it it's a bucket list thing that you need to go and do. And if I'm there, I'll I'll look you up and we'll we'll go and do something. We'll go drink and be crazy yeah that's what so, i'm saying you're gonna come with that this is that's the Dude, that's a, i'm searching for here it's a, uh, it's you, a long uh, you so you when i was first meeting you mm -hmm. and talking to you and like i was like yep. this guy's cool yeah i had you do that video to my buddy baxter in australia and you said he's a pussy for not coming to the knoxville nationals this year yep yep I still have it saved. It's one of my favorite videos to go back and watch just because of your accent. Uh, but I need to go down and experience the actual atmosphere because like yeah. my, my takeaway from it was like, I love all these guys accents and that's, that's what I'm seeing on TV. Uh, well, but you have, to, that's Baxter is my friend I'm talking about. Like we'll, we'll go figure out something with him and we'll get him. Yep. Drunk. And that's, that's an even crazier night when you get Baxter drunk. Oh no, we can't do that. <laughs> we'll we'll figure something out. I'm sure. I guarantee it. We'll I'll work something out. I, I do need to get back there at some point. Um, whether it be whether it be the classic or whether it be something else back home, I don't know yet. Um, if there now, if there's another weekend too, you let me know because I'll go down with. Yeah. You. yeah. We'll we'll we'll. My people will talk to your people. We'll do lunch. How's that sound? <laughs> there it is. Damon, you got lunch with Glenn coming up. I'm just warning you. I'm not sure when he's going to text me, but it'll be sometime. Good to know. We'll so, set something up. Yeah, that's it. All right. So, All right. We'll yeah. wrap this up soon here. I do want to hear what's your, what's the craziest story, craziest 
even craziest night, craziest story that you you've had in your racing career? Oh, racing career. Does it have to be racing involved? Well, I feel like Glenn will. Yeah, no, ooh, that's a good one. Do the non-racing one first. I don't know. I walked through the hood, the hood on in Kansas City on Sunday night, pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Downtown Kansas City to my motel. This past Sunday, I'm going to Kansas City next week. So this I, is perfect. I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't get Uber to work on my phone, and I had to get back to my motel, and I was. I was pretty drunk. And so I just started. Know, where were you before that? Were you at the bar or someone's house? Yeah, I was at a bar. I was at a okay. bar. Right. I'm surprised. And, and, and friends were off doing their thing. And, and, um, I decided I'd need to go home. And the, the gal I had lined up, she kind of gave me the stink. Oh, I don't know. I must've said something rude or something. I'm not sure. Probably said you were going to the super eight. And she was like, Nope, not doing no, that. no, 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 no. Heck no. I, no, I, well, I'm not sure. I don't, I, I don't think I mentioned a motel at all, to be honest, but anyway, I would probably bet that she asked you what's up and you said, I'm just watching some mud turtles and she got <laughs> no, I, what the probably, hell that could mean. I, I don't know. I don't know what I said, but anyway, that wasn't a good deal, but um, I started walking through the hood in Kansas city by myself. That was fun. Um, <laughs> that was about a two and a half hour walk back to the motel. <laughs> Um, now you have, you have the dating apps on your phone, right? You got tender. No, I've got none of that. I, this, you don't have, I, you don't have a grinder account. Nope. No, I, saw you you I, heard that, I heard, I heard that one. There's uh, uh, a friend of mine's got that and you know, he, he could hardly sit down. It was so busy. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting <laughs> for sure. <laughs> See Connor in, in Moulton, there's only so many options. And so he just goes across the street and then if there's nothing there, then he's back. kind of a lot. Back in the non, back in the non boyfriend days. There's I've, I've been to towns start, like that. Do, do not start any rumors that I don't need to deal with. My God, I'm not speaking <laughs> with anyone from Glenn, my town. I'm not starting any rumors um, that you're gay. I promise. Like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I, no, I just, just want to drive my race car. Leave me alone. <laughs> are you worried that are you worried that I might start a take chicks back from the Kansas City hood? No, uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I uh, no. Look, here, um, no, oh, no. I'll fix it. It's I, I've heard, I, every I've heard, every girl I've listening heard, right now. Glenn is single and available, and he's <laughs> he's a prize. I've, I've, heard, I've heard several. He's words. also walked two hours in the Kansas City hood by himself. He knows how to yeah. get out. Yeah, I can. I'm, I'm fit. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm proper fit. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, I, I don't know. You, I don't know. You want a racing story? I, there, there's a, the problem is with a lot of these stories, they're not really funny. They're just, you had to be there. Um, I don't know. I'm always up for an adventure. So there's you just, can, you can, I'm, let's you go. Can hyperbolize, you can hyperbolize a little bit. I don't know. I watched, you got make watched, one funny. I watched a girl strip on a on the gear shifter of a of a truck going down the road one day. Now we're talking. That was Jeez. that was that was a girl we picked up at a racetrack and and uh, yeah she she stripped for us in the in the on the gear stick of the semi that we're driving. That was that was fun. Um, <laughs> Who'd she? Uh, that was fun. He says. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. 
what else? Sounds like a good story. I, I, I worked out the other day. I was talking to a friend of mine, and, and I've been here now for 15 years. Yeah, I've been, I've been coming. I've been in America, like, yeah, I've been on a visa for 15 years now. So um, I, can't, I still can't talk like an American. I sound like an idiot when I try, so I just don't bother. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Give me no. Do your best impression of me. No, 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 no. I want to hear that. Dude, you're going to struggle for ratings as it is. We don't need to ruin them completely. The people that are still listening are listening every week, no matter what. That's a good point. They're a, they're a dedicated bunch, I guess. <laughs> at, this po- at this point, there's no turning back for them. Yeah, fair enough. Um, no, I, I'd rather not because, it, that, I don't know, I might get deported for that. It's... <laughs> It's like you ever heard. One like, has the yeah. biggest fear of pissing off Americans by offending oh, them, and yeah, he doesn't know that. Like you have to do a lot to do that. Oh no, I don't. No, I don't. No, you do. There's. I don't know a single group of Americans that hate Australia as mm. for for a friendly. A I'm gonna have to edit friendly, that out. Damn it. For, for a friendly guy, I get hit a lot. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No. You got a story there. Yeah. What was the time you got hit that could objectively be funny? Um, uh, downtown Des Moines. And there was myself and a, and a, this was more in my crewing days before I was racing over here. And a buddy and I from California went downtown and, um, Oh, obviously the accent, you get a lot of, just a lot of random people. They just, what are you doing in America? What, what brought you here? You know? And, um, and so you talk to people, the only problem is they don't announce that they're married or anything like that. And nine times out of 10, their husband's sitting two or three seats down, getting all pissed off that, you know, um, yeah, they're getting all pissed off with me because I'm just talking being myself. And, and apparently that's, that's not what the husband likes. So, yeah, they, they come up and try and hit me. Well, um, it's one particular time a buddy buddy of mine steps in and tells this guy to step off or whatever. And I said, I'm good, dude. I'm, I can handle myself. Um, and that was that we sort of ended it there and then, but and kind of had to leave that bar in a, with a bit of haste. But um, you know, I'm I'm pretty confident that you know that that guy, that husband, he probably got laid that night, even though she was probably thinking of me or something like that. But <laughs> whatever. Um, and then, so the continuation of that story was, no, the delivery dad, of whatever was just fantastic. Well, you know, it's, it, you know, sausage delivery. I don't know. I don't know what she was into, but anyway, um, the continuation of that story actually, to be honest, was my, that particular crew guy, I brought him to Australia with me because my dad and I were going to do world series speed week and it was our first time doing it. I said, I, I don't want to do it just him and I, because speed week in Australia, the first round is an 18 hour, 16 to 18 hour truck ride for us for the first round on basically on Christmas day for um, what they call boxing night in Australia. And, um, and then you basically race for the next uh, five nights in seven days. And most of the tracks are at least, I think Murray bridge is the closest one to Adelaide. And it's like an hour and a half, two hours, but everything else is four, five, six hours to go to the different races. Anyway, because we're so far away, we took a spare car and everything. And we this is the first time we'd ever loaded a spare car in our, into our hauler at the time. My dad 
went to the hardware store and bought these. Oh my God. They were the chintziest little hot metal pieces of crap ever. They were little winch things. We were hoisting this car up and uh, it had a motor in it and everything. It was, it was a complete car basically minus the rear end and the front end. And um, anyway, we got this thing three, yeah, three feet off the ground and it, and the, the winch broke and I was standing underneath it. And um, the, basically a, a complete race car landed on my head. And uh, yeah, I, I met, I, I was, it sort of wound me up a little bit. So I managed, I got up, they, they kind of shit themselves and stood back and I picked the thing up by myself, got it off me. And then the three of us just picked it up and put it on the rack where it needed to be. Well, this thing was so loud that my mum heard it in the house and the house is, you know, it's a fair way away. Like, you know, you can't, it's, it's a walk. And uh, so she come down, she was panicking. But anyway, I picked this car up. My buddy looks at me and goes, well, that's the last time I ever defend you in a bar fight. Apparently I can take a race car to the head and not get knocked out. That's what I'm worried about. Whoever fights me, <laughs> it better be, they better be good. <laughs> Cause I don't want to be around for the second punch. <laughs> God damn how we found back all the way full circle on this. I know. Look at any, that. Any, any good comedian can do that, huh? <laughs> 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 so yeah there you go but uh i don't know that's is that enough of an adventure that's a good <laughs> one i can't i can't wait to drink with you in australia i uh, will we'll try we'll figure something out so i gotta i gotta get back there first but um yeah we'll see i don't know the, now with eastern creek open and stuff like that um We'll probably, my dad and I'll probably do a bit of racing there. And when, when, I, when I get there, that's the thing. It's, um, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed. I gotta, I gotta work. So it's hard to just pack up for a couple of weeks and, and leave. So, um, yeah. It's but, not cheap yeah. either. Uh, it, it, it's starting to get cheap again. Um, I, I kind of pay attention to the flights and that they start, they're not like I was, my mum said to me the other day, actually, there's a, I think flights were getting back down to like the two, two and a half thousand mark or something like that. So, um, that's about normal, you know, which is good instead of sure. four or five grand or whatever they were. So, right. so the yeah. flights are two and a half thousand. Yeah. Something like that. I, think, I didn't have I think that planned into my budget. Oh, well, you well, have to anticipate flying overseas, Connor. Yeah. You fly overseas anytime you go from Iowa to Florida. There's a bunch of seas in the middle. No. Yeah, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you. Yeah. Is that what you mean by seas? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about seas. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You walked into that one. (laughs) I knew it was stupid when I said it, but it's like overseas, (laughs) like uh, technically, sure. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, you, you, the, well, heck the, I don't know. It depends on the other thing is too, you got to, if you're going to do the Australian flight, you got to make sure it's like the right time of year. Cause if you fly, you know, like everything, if you fly between Christmas and new year or at Easter or whenever there's, you know, whenever the flights are busy, it's going to be double. But, mm. but if you fly, um, if you fly at an off peak time and, you know, don't, don't sort of, you know, don't worry about it, but you, like you'll get a, a reasonable flight. But the other thing is, I think from memory, it was like 2,500 bucks. And that was just from Sydney to Dallas. So you got to get to Dallas first. 
as well. Mm-hmm. So you probably, I don't know, you're probably looking three grand or so, something like that. If we're going to Dallas, we're going to a Stars game. Let me tell you. Dallas Fort Worth? Yeah, the hockey team, Dallas Stars. Yeah. I'm a big fan of them. We got to go to a game. They, they, used to be the, they used to be the Des Moines Stars. Yeah, they, there was the Iowa Stars. That's how I ended up cheering yeah, for them. I, 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 I went to an Iowa Stars game in 2008. How was the First atmosphere week. when you went? Uh, it was it was okay. It was pretty quiet. I'd never seen a hockey game before, so um, it's tough to sell forty one of those. But like, I don't know. I was six years old or eight years old or something. So I was sitting there like, this is the loudest place ever. Like this is great. Ooh. No, I I like I prefer that over like helmet football and 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 um, I can I like baseball. I I, could, I prefer that over cricket, but. Um, yeah, uh, hockey is of all the American sports is probably hockey is probably my favorite hockey or baseball. One of the two. So yeah, I enjoyed have you it. Been to, have you been to an arena football game, a barnstormers game? Not yet. No, we'll get no you I hear that. I, I had a friend that used to work for the barnstormers. Yeah. That's promised me. me tickets. Yeah. That's, that was, I was trying to be subtle about it. You're saying he <laughs> promised you tickets. You didn't ask he, he for tickets. Me, Just, he, we he can go me tickets. And, he you promised pick me a weekend. Never, never delivered. What? You got to pick a weekend. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. What? When? When does the season start? Uh, it starts in April. I can send you the home schedule. Okay, April. And what is it like a Saturday night thing? Yeah, most of them are Saturday. There's one Friday, and I think there might be one Sunday, but I don't. I think it's one Friday. Everything else is Saturday. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's the shitty part is like, it's like it interrupts up against Knoxville, basically. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I can, I'm, I'm not racing for points at Knoxville, so I don't care. But um, yeah, I, I'd love to go and see a game, but I don't know. I, the, the whole having to wear a helmet to play a game of football. I don't, I don't get that. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I don't, it, it's kind of a mockery on people that actually have to wear helmets to play a sport. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's, that's probably opinion. the best thing. You are more worried about being offensive in other ways, and you just Amer- you just American. told every NFL player that he's a pussy for playing with a helmet on. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm here for the uh, here for the borderline calls. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, you know, I'm, 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 all, I'm, I'm always on the verge of saying something offensive, but offense is only ever taken. It's never given. So, you know, that's me. <laughs> I'll make the controversial calls. <laughs> I like it. Yes. NFL fans are pussies. Yes, they are. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fan. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I just hope they don't hit me on Twitter for that because, uh, they won't get a reply. <laughs> I don't think there's a big enough NFL moves. fan that listens to a pot. Like that would be offended that you called the whole group of NFL fans that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm an equal opportunities offender. I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a blanket bombing here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it is, it is crazy that they've found a way like the NFL combine was scheduled to start on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So our content plan for our Iowa State website is all 
laid out and I'm supposed, you know, I have a preview for the combine and stuff. Nothing fucking happened on Tuesday. Why? Because it doesn't start till Wednesday. And oh. there's a day of interviews oh. where nothing's going on. People are just talking to people. It's, yeah. just, it's just a big NFL media day that oh, journalists yeah, can not- go talk to coaches and stuff. And that's why people care about it. And there's people all day on Tuesday tweeting, like, did you remember when this happened at the combine? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Why are you sitting huh. there watching the combine? Why are you talking about the combine? There's stuff going on in racing. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I that's the one thing I hate about about wintertime is Twitter is just is uh is football. It's like, oh, this is this isn't fun. No, I so, I watched that Vikings playoff game in a damn hotel in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it wasn't fun at all. Yeah, yeah. It sucked. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a like I said, I'm that I I I still I struggle to grasp the concept of how it takes four hours to play a one hour game. <laughs> and and why you need so many people to chase a ball, like eighty something players? I don't get that. Hey, who who's your favorite Aussie team? Because I'm a big. Uh, I think it's the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Uh, what code are we talking? Are we talking AFL or are we? What what does North Melbourne play? Because I like so. Derek oh, they'd be, they'd be AFL. They'd be AFL. AFL. Which that's is, what, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. Okay, so that's aerial ping pong. Where, where I come from, we don't play that game. That's, that's You're calling that, is that the pussy game for you? Yeah, that's the pussy ah, game. Damn. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I thought no, I knew. I thought I knew a little bit about it, but I guess I'll well, have to no, you, transition you do, to the other side. You, you do if you go to Melbourne or any other state, but New South Wales and Queensland, we play rugby league which is a little bit different to rugby union. It's it's um, rugby union is, is a gentleman's game. There's um, more layers to, rugby, layers to rugby, this than dirt racing. Sorry. Rugby union is a thugs game played by gentlemen. Rugby league is a gentleman's game played by thugs. And, uh, and it's uh, where I grew up. We, we played, we played rugby league in, you know, Sydney. And um, I don't know, I guess, I don't, I'm probably going to get hurt for saying this too. Someone will freaking come at me, but probably it used to be like West Tigers or something like that. But um, I don't know. I, it's been that long since I've watched a game. It's sort of hard to hard to know who's what. I know I know Penrith won the premiership, and I think it was the I think they played the Eels. I'm pretty sure they played the Eels or something like that. But well, we'll sit down. Know. We'll sit down. In April, and we'll look at the logos and the uniforms of the teams, and then I'll see how many hot guys they have on the roster. That you was, can do that. That was um, the thing with the Ruse is I, I started cheering for them uh, yeah. over COVID because I wanted yep. some sports to, to watch. I, I've mm-hmm. said this at a Cyclone Fanatic event. It went off very poorly. But I said I was a, a cocaine addict with no coke to do. Uh, <laughs> so then a small yeah. town with like – 70 people in the crowd on a microphone yeah Yeah. chris was already like why do you want the microphone (laughs) i was telling people to go to the women's basketball games so i feel like my explanation was justified a bit um yeah but they were down by like 50 and they came back and won and it was the most electric thing i watched over the pandemic and then i so i followed them on twitter we i think they still follow me actually um oh really 
I just the, the the problem with AFL because I didn't really grow up around it. I don't. I just don't understand it. If that makes sense, there's there's a lot of it. I like I said, it's kind of it's it's aerial ping pong. If that makes sense, they they run so far and they got to bounce the ball and they got to kick the ball and it, it's kind of a cross between like Gaelic football and you know with a few basketball rules mixed in and just just a bunch of. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's it's not my not my kettle of fish. So. I agree. I think they should input. Uh, they should bring in some sticks to hit the balls with. That would make it much. Yes. Yeah, like hockey. Well, that, that's 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 field hockey. Oh, <laughs> we play we play a ton of field hockey back home. Do you actually? Yeah. Can you yeah. explain something? You you guys use the small sticks? Yeah. Like the, the, they got like a, like it looks like a, an upside down duck head or something like that. Yeah. Like, okay. So Iowa field hockey mm-hmm. has, they went to the national title. They might've won the championship. I think they did. Um, but they show up on my really, timeline. Really, you, my don't, you don't, you don't know that they won the championship or not. How much of a sports fanatic are you really Connor? That's Come fair. On. No, that's you completely fair. Well, this is the reason every time I watch a field hockey highlight, Mm-hmm. I think to myself, like, I would kill everyone on the field at that sport. What the hell are they doing? Oh, you wear, you wear shin guards so you don't break your ankles. I don't even need shin guards. Screw that. If you slash me, I no, you do not, you've not seen me after I get slashed. Oh, no, that, I think you have a penalty for that. That's what I mean. Yeah. So if you slash well, are you, me. Are you, like, are you like Happy Gilmore or something like that? You're going to attack him with a skate. <laughs> I've been known to do that. I did. So when I chipped my tooth, I did like we're in the middle of a game and it was the second time I'd gotten hit in the face by a stick and it was after the face off and I just skated over next to the ref and the game's going on. The puck's still moving. I'm standing next to him for a good 60 seconds. And I, I just looked at him. And I said, if I get hit in the face one more time, you are not getting out of here by the time you want to. <laughs> I said, I will hold my face and I will like lay on the ground. I will not move for 10 minutes unless you call a penalty. And he said, you're fucking with me. Fuck you. I uh, call me a piece of shit in different words. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a very confident guy. And I said, fucking try yeah. me. And it wasn't five minutes later. It was the next shift on. Uh, I got hit in the face and it hurt a lot because it chipped my tooth. Yeah. And so I did fall down and grab my face. And I'm just looking <laughs> at him. I see his hand go up. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's, let's go. And I hopped yeah. right up and went to the bench. <laughs> yep. My job's done here. Yep. Yeah. Talk about your all-time, uh, all-time wins. That's pretty good. Well, the, the <laughs> team owner was pretty pissed that I didn't play the sport for 60 seconds and he's like what the <laughs> fuck did you say to him i just said if i get hit in the face again he's not going to get out of here before 6 30 yeah that's all that matters <laughs> nah it's so what, uh it's what's rugby what how big what's the biggest like league is the afl the biggest one or is rugby bigger I, I, afl is played in all the states like every state has its team um whereas rugby league sort of everybody plays it like everybody plays either code. It doesn't really sort of matter. Um, most people know them. It's just New South Wales and Queensland. Well, typically, typically on Friday night is when like the, the sort of the, 
our Friday night football is kind of like your Sunday night football, if that makes sense. Um, so like Friday night, you know, you would have whatever, whatever code is playing that night in your state. So Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia, West Australia, Northern Territory. Um, and I, I might be speaking out of turn because it's been that long since I've, since I've you know, watched Friday Night Football, but they were all AFL. On the same channel in Queensland and New South Wales, they broadcast the rugby league games. So that was kind of what, what I grew up on growing up in, you know, out of Sydney there. Um, Sydney television always, always broadcasts the, the rugby league game on a Friday night. So that was, is, that was no, sort of. They're, so they're like separate States. It's not like countries or anything. No, they're separate States. Yeah. Yep. Is there any, yep. like, do any States have a bad reputation? What do you mean? Like where I don't know. red people live? Not not redneck because I would never make fun of them because they're amongst our dirt racing community. I love them and I am one. <laughs> I don't, Damon, Damon, do you hate any state? Hate a state? Well, people from that state. I hate people from. Well, I think I think we're trying to start some controversy here. People from Pennsylvania tend to out talk their talent a lot. <laughs> Oh, that that that's not just Pennsylvania though. That's like most of the East Coast. Yeah, Danny D. That northeast corner of the country. Sorry to my friends in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, well, I just trashed on Danny Dietrich. So any any big Pennsylvania fans gonna hate this podcast if they get to this? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. They they've got enough podcasts out there. They can they can go lick their, lick their wounds elsewhere. <laughs> they just have a lot of TV people, which is key. The The issue is with Knoxville is the TV people here. Um, and I, again, I won't bring up his name, uh, but it was probably the worst take I've heard out of his mouth. Uh, what They weren't at the Knoxville Nationals, but they had come to the racetrack to do something two or three times over the year. And they did. he did a fantastic story on the McCarls. Uh, now I'm probably revealing who it was. Is it uh, yeah, because it was on Twitter the other day. The guy lives in Florida now, or something. Or this is on TV in Florida or something. Oh no, no, no! Different. You're thinking of a different guy. Um, okay, but he was kind of talking on behalf of the station and TV people in general, mm -hmm. uh, amongst the state. But he he was like, we we've been there three or four times this year. You know, like you, you know, we we tried our best. And I'm yeah. sort of like, yeah, you went to Iowa State, you and I, and you went to Iowa State, Ohio, and Iowa State, Kansas, but you didn't show up for Iowa State, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I the the biggest problem around here is motorsport in general doesn't really get that much TV time. It's not it's not something that that uh, I guess the local population are, are sort of looking to TV for. So it doesn't really get any, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's a sprint car or modified or anything. I don't know. I just, you don't really see a lot of TV, TV time dedicated to, to local, local racing. So, right. you know, well, I think we're getting serious like, again, but it's, it's all about like people don't know what to watch and that in dirt from the dirt racing community, what I hate, mm -hmm is 
we'll put out a thing that's like, here's all the 17 races we're covering on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you don't have the $700 to win street stock show at Adams County Speedway. It's hypothetical. Oh, you, you, you better not miss that one. That That's going to be a big race. And it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, you're not looking at a big race. Like I'm sure yeah. there's someone pissed off that I didn't talk about the Indiana icebreaker on yeah. Sunday. And I'm like, man, I looked at the entry list and there's one dude I know that I love. Fantastic guy. Mm-hmm. And there's five dudes that I think would probably qualify past the C main at the Knoxville nationals. Yep. So five out of 24 or 18 or whatever the hell it was, however many cars showed up, which don't get me started on car count. That's fucking stupid too. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's hardly the talent and it doesn't mean anything. There's no points that mean anything to the rest of the season. There's nothing that matters in that race that matters in two weeks. Yeah. But if you get the stuff that matters in two weeks mm-hmm. and you promote that and people are like, why, why are you such a big world of outlaws guy? It's like, that's your fucking ticket to mainstream. Like that's yeah. the closest and, thing you have to it. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I guess that's, you know, a lot of that just depends on where you want to be in the market because there is, there's a market for that, that, you know, 500 to win hobby stock feature. Or, or the you know the figure eight race, um, you know, at the local county county fair or whatever. But um, I guess a lot of it depends on on your audience that you want as well, you know. And and that's the thing, you know, the the, the sprint car side of things is, um, it's not difficult to follow, but especially around here, it's you've got to go a long way to follow it if you want to, if you want to get a little bit of variety. So, um, it's hard for, for a media team to, to want to follow it. With- yeah, I mean, you have, I mean, you have to have a $300 a year subscription to watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's right. I mean, that's the biggest, like, I guess, negative to sprint car racing is that your top series has that and your triple a series or your minor league series in the all-star circuit of champions is named the all-star circuit of champions. You, you think like if all-star is in the name, like the, the field, the entry. Well, yeah, it's, it's I don't cool. know the, the, the all-stars this year, cause they're allowed to run the high limit series. They seem to be more outlaws than, than the outlaws, but you know, it's all in yeah, the it name, takes, it takes the name, but you're not, you're not going to change the branding. Um, Oh, you can like that goes back to the same conversation you, you we can, had, but yeah, you can change the branding. It's not difficult. It's just, it's, there's too many people with too many. What I mean, what I mean is like the name world of outlaws is known by so many high powered people. And if you change well, that, they won't notice because they don't pay enough attention. Yeah, that's right. And exactly. you have to think like in in a business like that you have to think that all the high powered people have no fucking idea what they're talking about mm-hmm. yeah yeah so like that's why when i when i say like the branding is like massive like that's the name world of outlaws is bigger than what people think it is oh yeah it's huge it's it's got it it, it has an international impact really you know people 
whether it be Canada or, or New Zealand or Australia or even South Africa where they've got sprint cars, even England. They know all about the world of outlaws in England as well. So They have England? They have sprint cars in England? They don't have them, but you've got guys like uh, – got Tom Harris and then what was that other kid that was running – ran the all-star shows – at Volusia, oh, not Volusia. Oh, yeah, I think he ran Volusia. Lockie McHugh. No, he's Australian. There was there was another. <laughs> I know, no, I know. I was just going to name him a Rusty yeah. Hickman. That was going to be yeah. my answer. Yeah. No, there was another kid. Um, I don't even. Remember. I watched his interview. His interview was on Flow, and then oh, they fun. both wanted to come over and race sprint cars. So they bought sprint cars in in America, and they they come from brisker stock cars though, which is completely different. I don't care about flow. I only watch what's on always race day stream. No, <laughs> you don't care about flow. Oh my God. No, I love flow. They, no. Do you live on the rock? I love, I, <laughs> yeah. so there's Iowa state wrestling fans. Um, mm-hmm. they're diehard, but they're in the casualty of, they might have one or two matches to watch a season. Yep. That are on flow streaming. Mm-hmm. And they'll do this with any match that's streamed because you have that separate additional subscription price. And yeah. it's impossible to make that affordable to everybody. It, it really is. Well, it is, but I feel like the flow thing is, is within reach. Oh, with what you get with flow, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, and see, for me, like I, you know, obviously I watch a lot of racing on there, but, um, the the world cup rugby stuff or it wasn't world cup but whatever it was just recently that they had just before christmas there i was sitting there watching the rugby a couple of rugby matches rugby union matches which is different to rugby league by the way yeah um uh i was watching some of the rugby matches and and there's there's different things on there that i'll yeah just put it on it's saturday morning i got nothing can't be bothered listening to music or something like that so i'll watch that instead and but you're looking at guys that They'll only watch college football. That's what they want to watch. And flow doesn't have a ton of that. Yeah. Well, they had this that's, that's where it fails on that instance. Like you have to be a racing fan to get the value I'm talking about. But I will get yeah. into arguments with people that hundred fifty a year to, to watch two wrestling meets. And I'm like, well, you have to watch other shit. Uh, you can't, yeah. you can't. And that's what you get that's where you get the value out of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's horses for courses. I figured all you rich univers- university kids are just, just spend mom and dad's money. Isn't that how that works? Oh yeah. My dad paid for everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, find me another kid saying that <laughs> straight out the bat. I'm super privileged. Like I was very lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad, my dad paid for everything. Don't worry if, about it. If the flight to Australia costs $2,500, my dad will probably help me pay for it. Yeah, you've heard it right here, kids. <laughs> are, you, are you calling me a sham? <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I don't know, man. If the, the flight to Australia was, yeah. Pay attention, pay attention to your flights and stuff like that. Look it up and I'll look hey, up some prices. We'll see if we can yeah. leave, uh, leave, points leave, or straight, leave straight from Tulsa to head to the classic. If you're going to do it, because you can, I want, so 
the deal was for next year, they're having the two big races. And one of them's, I think, during Chili Bowl week or at the end of it, or it might be, but they're on back-to-back weekends. I would just go there instead. Um, the other option, and I'll tell you when we get off there, is just go back to Tulsa and drink with the people I drank with there. Oh, become one of the rowdies? It, it wasn't them. Uh, <laughs> technically, yeah. Yeah, yep. I'm usually rowdy when I drink. Yeah, that's all right. I turn it uh, down for the podcast. I've been having beers all night. It's been great. Really good view. It's a dry county here at the moment. I'm not really sure why. I guess I'm, I'm sticking you to say my it's a dry there. county? Yeah, in my shop. Oh, okay. I've got no, I've got no alcohol in here at the moment. So. we got to get you moved in at my dad's shop in West Des Moines. Why? Then you can be drive. here and you can drink all the time. Oh, no, it's a long drive to go to work. You're 15 minutes closer to Knoxville. Well, we're going to move your shop. Oh, we can't do that. Think about the land value right now. Dude, I moved it down here once by myself. I'm not doing it again. NASCAR just sold land for $544 million. Like, you could definitely get some good pricing out of that. I'm sure I could, but I haven't put the track in in the backyard yet. So That's, that's I, our goal when we have a headquarters building. I, I bought a flag stand. I got a flag stand the other day or the other month. You have a flag stand? Yeah, I have a flag it's stand. Glenn's going to convince me to just make always had always race day headquarters, just his house. No, no, no. This is, I'm single, dude. I'm, I'm living here on my own. I'm offering to be a roommate. <laughs> I didn't want to marry you. I, no, I don't need a green card. I don't need to get married. You already got one. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. It was just one of those deals. But anyway, I'll get deported for that now. Look at that. The government will be listening to this stuff. I thought you compared your ex's like level of niceness and gratitude toward you to Ross Chastain's driving the last time I talked. Oh, I, no, 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 no. Far out. I'll get in all sorts of trouble now. <laughs> friends on Facebook will find out about this and tell her and I'll be all kinds of in trouble. Is she coming back? What? She's not coming back, is she? My wife? My ex-wife? Yeah. No. No, no I'm good. We're good. Then that's fine. I, you just, I'm just, I'm, I just don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no i uh yeah no i'm good i'm i'm i live out in the middle of nowhere dude i love it so nobody bothers me i keep the doors locked and uh just do my own thing i don't think i could live like that but that's just me ah uh, yeah i don't know i i I grew up out of town, so it's kind of nice not to be, I don't know. Des Moines was okay, but just, and I, and I don't think it was even just a part of town I was living in. Like I had, it, it was a nice area, the bit that I was in, but it just, the traffic and, you know, like even, even trying to reverse the truck and trailer and you come home from a race night and trying to reverse the truck and trailer in the driveway and, you know, you get some, some smart ass would park their car right on the street, right beside where you're trying to reverse around. And <laughs> it just, it was just a, in the end, it was a nightmare here. I could make as much noise as I want. And, you know, I can, heck that modified I drove. We, we, I walked down, I met him at the shop at 10 o'clock in the morning and 
And uh, at, by 10.30, I was driving around the streets of town trying to figure out how to drive the thing. So, you know. You will like, you will like this. Uh, so at some point during the hockey season, uh, it's still going on, but I had watched the Stars game and I was screaming at the TV. Mm-hmm. And the next day I come home and my boyfriend gives me a letter and he's like, the girl below us says you pound on the floor and scream too much. <laughs> and she, yeah. I can't remember what the actual wording was, but she misused like a phrase that was like, it was like, with all due respect, but she said like, with, with all due the least respect. But it wasn't oh. like that. It, it meant like the opposite. Like it meant uh, that she was supposed to be the guilty party. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yep. like, well, if you're if you're typing out this note and highlighting in pink your name at the bottom, I don't know how like <laughs> how how much is up there uh, compared yeah. to myself. <laughs> well, she. Probably and I wrote set it. a low bar, but if I think that, then that's probably not a good sign for you. Probably, probably not. No probably doesn't speak volumes but so we had we had to adjust to that a little bit right. just put some put some floor mats down or something like that yeah i don't have a rug in here or anything it's hardwood You're, i'm sitting there playing nascar heat just all of a sudden my feet are hurting it's just like pressured against the hardwood floor it's not great uh, dude hardwood floors are great they're the best thing ever i'm just not yeah i just don't like I'm not a huge fan of like a big area rug. Oh, okay. I mean, like then you're like rolling chairs over it and it's getting stuck or something's moving. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really been known for my home, home decorating skills. So I can't wait to see it. We're going to see it whenever we come down in April. You can, you can't miss it. So it's on, on that little road. It's on the shortcut through to, through to Columbia. So. Well, your directions are just phenomenal, Glenn. Oh, trust me. When you get to the middle of nowhere, it's over the hill on the left-hand side. You I'm sure, I, dude, at this point, I'm sure I've drove past it because I've drove through so many of those small towns getting to Damon's. Yeah, if you've if you've driven to Damon's, you've probably driven right past it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yep. I'm almost positive I have. Yeah, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll know it's it's the biggest building in town. Now, if you had, if you had a Glenn Savile fighting kangaroo logo... Yep. I would have seen it and I would have just stopped over. Oh yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't got that. I haven't got up to that bit yet. Yeah, so. but we, we can do it. We, so we can either do it squawking the Eagle. This is how we'll end this. We either yep. do it squawking the Eagle's neck stomping mm-hmm. right on top of it. Or we can do like the Eagle wearing boxing gloves also and fighting next to you. <sighs> I don't know. I guess we're going to have to do some sort of a Twitter poll or something like that. Ask the people. We'll put it to the people. They're going to pick the eagle squawking, the eagle getting squawked. No, they're not. They're Americans. That, uh, you are, you are, you are very the, the, the misunderstanding eagle, the eagle Americans is, the, the wanting to be funny. Well, the eagle is a, is a very sacred animal, especially in this part of the world. <laughs> Your view of America is just the funniest thing. I love it so much. Oh, it's great. It's, it's, it's kind of like a messed up version of Borat. <laughs> cultural learnings <laughs> damon so. did you have any questions you didn't get in uh damon's on mute still yeah i did did uh, you just I, pull I, late 
You look like you've been asleep. <laughs> no, he's been through a lot listening to you. I've been through a lot listening to Connor more than anything. Um, no, I'm I'm good. I think. Okay, I, I think no, um, no. I asked everything I needed to. I'm good. Fair enough. Well, thanks for visiting the bottom of the barrel, and uh, thanks for keeping uh, this me. This is this is the top one. Yeah, you're way you're way far away from the bottom of the barrel. Uh, results wise are pretty close. We're <laughs> oh, gonna fix that running that beam yeah. on. Glenn. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't tell you the last time I was on because it hadn't happened yet, but we went to Eddieville, I almost got in a fight with like an eighty year old. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Good for you. Okay. So I he owns be- he owns a world fuel altered uh dragster. Uh mm-hmm. it's called it's called sudden debt. Yep. So it's yellow with okay. flames. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I, I know the car. Yeah. I, I I'm familiar with it. There you go. Okay. Um, okay. so we're standing, we're drinking beers with his pit crew mm-hmm. and he said something, uh, to his crew guys about buying something. I said, no, hold on. Like, I really like this golf car. How much is it worth? And he starts telling me the price. And I said, no, hold on. Wait, what about the car? I'd love to buy the car. And he, I'm like completely joking. Everyone else is yeah. laughing. And he goes, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> you know, who, yeah. who the fuck are you to ask me what this car costs? And I, I just look at him. I'm like, well, my dad paid a lot of money for you to fucking be here. So I don't know. I guess that's who I am. <laughs> he didn't appreciate that, did he? No, he didn't appreciate it, but he shut the fuck up. <laughs> Connor Ferguson putting old men in their place. I told Ladies him. I told him the company name, and he's just like, "Oh, oh." And I said, "Yeah, I think I'm going to pay for the B field to not show up next year. We'll see." <laughs> and then he like I'm, he started screaming at me, and his pit crew like all scattered, and I just walked away as he's yelling at me with one of his pit crew guys. And I, I can't think that he has a good chance of still working there. But it, I mean, it was, a, it was a whole scene and I'm, I'm sitting there and I tell my dad about it and I'm just like, dude, like it's so easy to get in a fight. Like how the hell did that happen? Oh, it, it is. That's yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It, yeah, men and their egos. That's all it is. All men and their egos. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the thing. He was like 75. It was a clear, like, I'll kick your ass if I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not, you're not going to beat up an, on an old man. That's what I mean. Like, I, you got to give me reason. You got to give me reason. Connor might. Yeah, Connor will try. Yeah. Dude, if he, if he swung at me, he's he's dead, honestly, quite, quite honestly. Yeah, because you were like a, a some sort of ninja or something like that. So first off, I played hockey and I'm not trying to boast my strength. Uh, I was so pissed off that night. Yeah. How I asked him his go-kart was like, they have a golf cart with like a big ass shiny motor in it. And I said, I want this. How much is it? As a joke. Yep. And the, the dude took it as an insult. And my, 
that that is honestly my least favorite thing is when i try to compliment someone and they take it as an insult and i'm very close to saying who has done that to me that's big in the sprint car world (laughs) but i don't (laughs) think i should say it on the podcast i'll say it right after we hit the pause button i'll tell you all right yeah that sounds good yeah i I should keep that that, i should keep that that to me that is one struggle i've had in america is uh is americans have a they have a trigger finger well no not not even trigger finger they have a they have um a, a a very very different sense of humor and and you've really got to be careful with what you say and and that that's kind of why i say a lot of what i do because it's it's sort of you know, I don't want to offend people, but I know I am going to offend people because Americans are just so easily offended with you. Just with, you just think the wrong way because of conversations you've had with people. Oh, uh, not all. Not everybody's like it. I promise. I I know that because there's a lot of people that 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 laugh at some of the, you know, that laugh at some of the things that I laugh at. But um, it it's one of those cultural. Difference. No, I mean, so the really things weird. the things you think people would get offended about wouldn't. Whereas I can see someone getting offended about the word thugs in your comparison, yeah. even though in your rugby comparison, even though that's something they say in Australia. Yeah. You don't mean yeah. that by that. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. There's a lot of a lot of little language things that you have to um you have to come around to, you have to figure out like I've had that. I've had it when I go back to Australia and people will say to me, Oh, you sound so American. My accent isn't American. My words are, I, I, I use American words and that that's the biggest communication difference that I've had. To- I, dude, I love learning Australian words. Cause I'll take it in stride. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, but even little things like, um, you guys call it a sidewalk. We call it a footpath. Um, a parking lot is a car park. Car park. Um, yeah, just stuff Baxter like that. taught me a lot of these. Yeah, just weird stuff like that, that. What do you say when you go to the grocery store? Go on shopping? No, okay, I mean, okay. I'm at the vehicle you use to get your groceries. Oh, the trolley? Yeah, the trolley. Yeah, 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 yeah trolley. Yeah, whereas, you know, in America, a trolley would be like a, 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 what do you call it, going around San Francisco, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the I, thought, I thought you were calling a shopping cart what they have in. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. I'm not just, about just I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not talking about San Francisco housing. Come on. <laughs> I heard there's so, a lot of good people down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh my goodness. No. <laughs> um. No, I. I don't know. I. I. There's a lot of lot of little words. You know, we use a lot of words that you guys get really offended by them, but you know, why don't you list them off? Oh, it's <laughs> a bad idea. Don't do it. Don't do I'd it. I'd have to see you next Tuesday. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> I do see, love I'm, how I'm, Australians I'm, have integrated that word into. Yeah, that's right. I'm a caring, understanding, nice type. What can I say? Look at you go. I know, I know. Oh, I'm taking that for sure. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I've yeah. Been in trouble a few times for, for using that, but you know. It's all right. It's usually people with no sense of humor either, so all right. 
<laughs> I better go before I get you all in trouble. No, yeah. we'll, no we'll hit didn't. stop. We'll hit stop. I'll, I'll talk to you after this. Uh, if you're listening, thank you for sticking it out the whole way. I get Glenn on because he's entertaining. He's funny uh, and he really doesn't know it. And it's beautifully awesome every time he talks. Uh, thank you for listening. 100 episodes. Next 100, next 100 uh, will be better. I promise you. Uh, not that the first 100 were bad, but Damon had some off nights. Uh, yep. Thanks for listening. Appreciate Colorado Group for uh, doing all they do for us. Uh, enjoy the race weekend. We will be back uh, on Sunday after the Cup race at Vegas. Appreciate y'all.